Hi, and welcome to the Cycles of Life podcast. My name is Jana Puisha, and I'm a certified life coach, trainer, and human resource professional, and very much a self-development enthusiast. This podcast is about our ever-changing life, because it's never just a simple straight line. It doesn't always have predictable patterns and turns. Everything around us is a collection of repeating and evolving cycles. So this podcast attempts to explore the nuance of life. I will be sharing thoughts and stories based on my self-exploration and work as a life coach, but also interviews with inspiring people. Hi, Nicola. Well, thank you so, so much for being here today. Oh, um, yeah. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm so excited to have you. Um, I just thought to begin with, it would be great if you could just introduce yourself and kind of explain who you are and what you do. Mm-hmm. Great. Okay. I'll try and keep it relatively brief. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I am an author. I've written three books, Heal Your Inner Good Girl, Unbound and Unbound Writing. And I am also the founder of The Unbound Press, which is a soul-led publishing imprint for female authors to be sharing their story and um yeah sharing the magic that they're making in the world through the form of books so and I came to doing this and I'm sure we'll get into this more during the conversation but um almost by accident I would say like very much like following this path of unbinding myself from um kind of old beliefs and stories about who and how I should be in the world. That resonates so, so much with me because I feel like for the last few years that has been something that I've been working my way through as well. Mm. So that's definitely what I want to focus on, how, what helps, (laughs) how can we do that as well. Um, So I know you have quite an interesting kind of journey in how you ended up where you are because you have changed careers quite a few times. Um, I just wonder if you could tell a little bit more about that. Yeah, well, up until my mid, um, kind of mid to late 30s, really, I was working in a corporate environment. I was working in finance um, as a financial planner, financial advisor. It feels like another lifetime now. When I look back at it now, it's like I can't (laughs) imagine myself doing that. Um, But I very much followed what I would call like this good girl path, like doing what I thought was expected of me. So kind of getting a good education, going to university. I did a degree in business studies and then went on to work um, in insurance and finance and kind of followed a career path there. So um, like doing different uh, qualifications so that I could advise people on their finances. And like looking back I can see there was always a part of me that that wasn't happy with that you know I felt I was you know on the the, from the outside it probably looked like I was um relatively successful like had my own property had a good job like you know all of the things that we're conditioned to believe we should have but inside you know, I would say my unbound self was like, was probably screaming at me to go, come on, this is not what you're meant to be doing with your life. Um, so I reached a point when I was, like I said, um, kind of mid to late 30s, where 
I just knew I couldn't carry on in that role. I'd recently moved from one company to another. Um, I'd moved to a firm of financial advisors, which, you know, was run by women because before that I'd been working in this very masculine, like quite alpha male environment. Mm -hmm. Um, And I thought, well, maybe this is what I need just to move to a different company where, you know, it's, there's more women and uh, maybe that will, that will feel more supportive for me. But actually very soon, like, well, the day I started in that new role, it was the day that the financial crash in like 2008 started to kick off. So it was like, hang on, that's a bit of a sign. (laughs) And I just knew that I can't keep on doing this, Mm -hmm. but I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. So I would literally go out in my lunch break. I'd sit in the park opposite my office with my lunch and just be asking the question like what what can I do with my life and I'd always been interested in like different alternative therapies um and it was actually I'd gone away to a health spa with my sister for a weekend and we went to see a a hypnotherapy demonstration which Mm -hmm. is really odd because I'd never experienced (laughs) hypnotherapy well I'd seen stage hypnotists but I'd never experienced it in a like therapeutic um environment and the woman who was doing the demonstration she was you know quite a bit older than me she was quite eccentric to be honest (laughs) (laughs) um and her approach it Mm -hmm. just felt quite unusual but she was talking about the power of the unconscious mind and how we pick up these messages you know about how we should be in the world and how through him hypnotherapy and working with the unconscious we can start to shift and change them and it just really resonated with me and I guess I would call it my intuition now Mm -hmm. but my intuition just kind of clicked in and said yes this is what you need to do so I made the decision to retrain as a hypnotherapist and also involved with that was training as a coach and that was the start of this journey, really, what I would say, you know, that walking the unbound path and starting to unbind myself. And at the time, I thought, well, that's it. I'm just going to have a hypnotherapy practice and that will be what I do. But like I said, that was just the beginning. <laughs> I think it's so fascinating, is it, how life we think is going to go one way, but actually there's so many different ways, <laughs> so many different exactly. cycles, so many different paths that are in front of us. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's all about like taking that first step Mm, and not expecting, or we might have an idea that we know like what all the other steps are going to be. And we might think we can see the whole path, but in my experience, you take that first step and then the next one becomes clear and just trusting, like trusting your unique path and just taking it step by step without having to like know the whole plan. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think there's a lot of fear that hides behind that, is it? It's because you have to pull on that thread. That's your first yeah. goal, if you like. But it's so scary. Yeah, it can be. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I was in a situation where I think I was so unhappy with the work that I was doing mm-hmm. that I knew I couldn't not take that step. Um because I just couldn't stay in that office. So I couldn't keep yeah. going in there every day. Um, so, you know, taking that step, like, felt 
even though it was scary, I knew that mm-hmm. I had to do it. Um, but I think it is about like cultivating that sense of trust. Yeah. Like trusting that if you're feeling called to do something, even mm-hmm. if it doesn't make sense, and even if it does feel scary, like trusting that. And even yeah. if you can do like one small thing towards it, and it might not be like giving up your job and like changing <laughs> careers completely, you know, just one small thing just to kind of get you onto that path. Um, that's enough because then, like I said, like the next step and the next step becomes clear. Absolutely. It's also, it's interesting to me because I have a corporate job right now as well. Mm. And a few years ago, I remember I got promoted to somewhere that I thought that's what I want from life. Yeah. And I got to that stage and then the amount of disappointment I've experienced, I just couldn't deal with that. Yeah. And it's interesting, isn't it? Like there's a lie that we all get sold somehow that this is what we should be aiming for, Mm. this corporate ladder. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And it's how to actually get off it and move from it. (laughs) I know, I know. I think, um, like, support is really important, like, Mm -hmm. trying to find um, people who are, like, feeling the same way as you. And they might not be on exactly the same path, But when you know there are others out there who, you know, that's why things like this podcast are really important, Yana. And that's why I'm so passionate about kind of writing my own books and helping others to write books. Because like I know during that time when I was really struggling, you know, one of the main things I would do would be reading books. And like again in my lunch hour, just going to like my local waterstones and sitting there and having a coffee Mm -hmm. and reading a book because it just felt like a connection to something outside of that corporate environment um and just sparked off ideas that yes I could be doing something different just on that note as well just because I like read (laughs) a lot um is there any specific books they could recommend that you think had like a huge impact on you Mm, it's do you know what? Back then, I used to read a lot of travel books. Okay. Um, like, and I th- I did used to read some self-help and personal development. But really, for me, yeah, it was about a lot of books about women in particular who had kind of given up their lives and just gone off on these amazing travels. I remember reading a book, and I can't remember the name of it or the woman, which is... Um, a shame I haven't even got the book anymore but she'd done this amazing journey down through South America mm-hmm. and that just really inspired me and it, you know inspired me I did take six months out from my corporate job to go traveling um yeah. a couple of years before I ended up leaving and I think that experience, I thought at the time that would be the thing that I'd go traveling, I'd find myself, I'd know exactly what I wanted to do. And I didn't, (laughs) Like I ended Mm -hmm. up going back into my corporate (laughs) role. But that, that experience of traveling, actually, I think it did activate something in me and it took a couple of years for it to play out. Um, But that was really important to me at the time. So yeah, not that's a great question because I haven't mm-hmm. really reflected on it like that before. Yeah. But there wasn't a particular kind of self-help book, but reading about 
um, others who'd done these amazing mm -hmm. journeys. That really inspired me. But I think that's a really good message because it just shows that inspiration is everywhere and it's not a particular way, is it? You can pick exactly. up on these things from anything that's around you. Yeah, I think you will. You'll receive the messages that like I believe like we're always being sent messages <laughs> about, yeah. you know, what we could do differently um, and what our path is. But very often we're blind to them because we expect it to show up in a particular way. Um, and it could be like hearing a conversation, you know, that somebody else mm -hmm. is having or somebody says something to you, like one line or one word that just sparks something off. So I, I do feel like a big part of this is just like listening and looking out for those messages. And like I said, trusting when something, when you feel drawn towards something, really trusting that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And actually following it. No, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. So let's talk about what you do now, because obviously you um, you have a publishing house, which is incredible and fascinating. What led yeah. you to actually starting your own publishing house? Well, it really, it wasn't part of the plan. <laughs> and okay. this is another example <laughs> yeah. of like this unbound path where you don't really know um, what's going to happen further down the line. I think I always knew, well, certainly when I started my own business as a coach and hypnotherapist, I started blogging pretty much straight away and that's like 11 years ago now and I always had this idea that I would write a book because when I was very little when I was a little girl I loved writing I loved reading you know that's what I wanted to do I wanted to write books um uh so yeah I always had this sense that I would write something and but it took me a long time uh mm -hmm. to actually get to that point where I committed to writing my first book, which was Heal Your Inner Good Girl. Um, and that was back in, well, that came out in 2016. So it's five years old this year. And very quickly after I wrote Heal Your Inner Good Girl, uh, the second book, Unbound, started mm -hmm. calling to me. It was like, no, I thought I'd have a bit of a break, but Unbound was like, no, you need to, you need to start writing this now. <laughs> Um, and that book, writing that book took me on a real journey. I mean, it's all about connecting with your unbound self, which is the fullest, freest expression of who you are. Um, and the whole experience of writing it was like deeply transformational for me. I think mm -hmm. it kind of rewired me in a way. And during the process of writing it, I was working with a mentor and she's very intuitive and she would say to me she said I keep getting these images of you like running writing workshops and helping other women wow. to write and I was like no I can't be doing that <laughs> <laughs> like uh you know this process just was quite you know it felt very messy the process mm -hmm. of writing it um very unbound um which it would but I was like no 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 that's not for me and it was only when I completed writing Unbound and I was working with a publisher at the time and we met up in London to talk about the release plans for Unbound. And he said to me, he's like, oh, you know, Nicola, I can see you doing this. I can imagine you helping other women to write their books and share their stories and you'd have your own publishing imprint and it would be called something like the Unbound Press. 
<laughs> and when he said those words, I just felt this sense of like knowing in my body. Mm -hmm. It was like every single cell just went, yes, <laughs> that's what you're meant yeah. to do. Um, and it felt really exciting to me. And even though I had no clue, like how mm -hmm. to run a publishing company, I'd only been involved on the other side as an author. I just knew that's what, you know, I had to follow that. And I was very lucky because um, my publisher at the time, Sean Patrick of That Guy's House, who's amazing. He was very supportive and like really um, acted as a mentor to me as we set the Unbound Press up. And, you know, I know now that this is like my soul work. This is what I'm meant to be doing. Like, yeah. Definitely at the moment, who knows what's ahead? Because mm -hmm, we never know. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a real kind of act of trust, kind of just following that. Because there were times when we were launching the Unbound Press and I would wake up at three o'clock in the morning and think, what am I doing? I've got no <laughs> idea how to do this. <laughs> but um people just really resonated with the mm -hmm. idea and I had like authors coming and saying yeah I just know I want to publish my book with you and we've just built or grown this amazing family of authors which you know is continuing to grow and all yeah. of these incredible books are being released into the world. What would be the main mission behind your publishing house Unbound Press? Mm. Well it is this um process of unbinding I think ah, you know unbinding okay. ourselves from conditioning that's mm -hmm. kind of prevented us from being our fullest freer self both individually and collectively I, mean, I really do believe um, that we can change the world one book at a time like each of these books is bringing through a new way a new way of being in the world and mm -hmm. like each book is part of a greater whole so um I think that element of co-creation and collaboration that feels really important as well but yeah in a general sense it's unbinding yeah. <laughs> unbinding ourselves from anything that feels restrictive and like I said yeah. that's not just individual but also collectively mm -hmm. Because actually, one of your books, you do say that um, the world changes every time a woman shares her story. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's yeah. such a good message. And uh, also, why is it important to you to kind of help women to share their stories and their messages? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we do. Um, we do work with women, you know, those who identify as women, um, yeah. those who've been socialised as girls. And the reason that's important to me is I think uh, when we're brought up as girls we can receive all of these messages that mm -hmm. it's not okay to express ourselves to stand out to like share our stories we can get shut down um which you know is the whole kind of good girl thing but I think we receive all of these messages uh in you know from our family you know it's conditioning that's been passed down through the generations yeah. basically so I'm really passionate about um, holding space for women mm -hmm. to be able to express themselves and share their stories and see the value in their stories. Like yeah. I hear so often mm -hmm. from women that, oh, 
Well, I'd love to write a book, but I just feel it would be self-indulgent for me to be writing about myself. Mm. And it's like, yeah. no, you know, that's what people, that's what people want to hear. That's what people want to see. That's how we learn through stories. Um, it's such an important element. And, you know, I very much believe that when a woman is brave enough to do that, uh, and go through the process of writing a book and sharing her story, like she experiences transformation that obviously the reader does as well um because these are transformational books but also that does it ripples out into the world into the collective so that change happens on lots of different layers no i agree and i think it's something that is so important to reiterate and also uplift the fact mm. that we all have our own voices and we all have that message to share yeah yeah absolutely such, yeah yeah, and I think sometimes we can compare ourselves to others mm. and think, oh, well, yeah, she, she's got an important message, but mine isn't as important. Or she said something similar, so, you know, I can't say the same thing. But I think we've all got our unique way of expressing. Um, yeah. So even if someone else is sharing a similar message or doing something that looks similar, then it's still important for us to be adding our voices to it mm-hmm. because everyone has got this unique perspective absolutely and actually behind you there's a beautiful blue painting and all yeah. it makes me think about is the throat chakra and like Ooh. sharing our voice I wonder if that was that intentional or is it just a coincidence well this painting and it's a shame the listeners can't see it yeah <laughs> but if you follow me on social media you'll see this quite often <laughs> in the background um yeah it was um done by a friend um the amazing zoe foster and it's actually mm-hmm. called carly unbound oh which wow <laughs> i know um she created it she does these amazing paintings which are it's about as much about the energy of the painting as it is about you know how it looks yeah and, yeah when she shared it on Instagram and said oh this one's looking for a home I was like yeah that's got to be mine <laughs> but yeah that blue um mm-hmm. yeah in terms of the throat chakra is really really important I think a lot of us well, I know I did you know the whole time I was working in corporate and for the first couple of years of um being a hypnotherapist and a coach I really struggled with throat issues like every year I would have like a couple of um, really bad like coughs and like throat issues I would very often suffer with like, a recurring cough and have coughing fits yeah. you know and I, I hardly ever have anything like that now because you know I've been following this path of expressing mm-hmm. myself more fully but I think a lot of us um have experienced that shutting down of the throat chakra especially women I think yeah almost like a pandemic for us yeah it is it is and I think it does it goes back generations you know kind of carrying these wounds that have caused us to um shut down and stay silent or certainly kind of suppress our voices so Mm -hmm. anything we can do to to release them is really powerful Absolutely. Well, that's why I put a call out for people to apply to be a guest here, because I just want to talk to people. I want to give them a chance to speak their truth and share their message into the world. Yeah, absolutely. And I think when we can do that as a conversation, you know, I love it. I'd much rather do something like this than just me um, 
like doing a video on my own yeah. <laughs> or <laughs> just talking to myself. Although I do do solo episodes on my podcast, uh, I can just kind of like babble away to myself quite happily. Yeah. But I just think it's lovely when we've got this um, like sense of interaction. No, absolutely. And actually, that's what I want to talk to you about as well. The power of sisterhood. And what does that mean to you? Mm, yeah, that's something that came through when I was writing Unbound as one of the principles of yeah. living in a more unbound way. Because, again, I think this can be part of our conditioning that we should be able to do everything on our own. Um, and that it it's like a sign of weakness to ask for support or to allow ourselves to be supported um, or that it can feel scary to actually be in community with other women. I think a lot yeah. of us carry wounds around, you know, we might have had experiences in the past um, or even past lifetimes where, mm-hmm. you know, it has been dangerous to um, be uh, in groups of other women um, we might have felt attacked or bullied uh I know I've definitely experienced that in the past so it was a big uh process of healing for me to actually come back into community mm-hmm. with women and enjoy that feeling of sisterhood and actually now in my work like primarily I work in groups like I hold space for groups like obviously all of the authors within the Unbound Press, yes, they're all individuals, but I very much think of us as a community, like this sisterhood yeah. of authors. And also with the writing mastermind that I run, um, there's so much power in like, each of those women coming together, like everyone's in the process of writing their books uh, and just them sharing, like asking questions, sharing challenges, celebrating their successes. Yeah, rather than doing it individually, when we mm-hmm. do that as a group, I just think um, the the magic of that ripples out in a really powerful way. But it, it can feel vulnerable as well. So that's part of the kind of healing and transformation. Absolutely. No, I agree. I think it's so powerful. It's something that I've try- I'm trying to kind of explore more in my life right now, how yeah. to create that feeling of womanhood around me. Yeah. Which is something that I've never been taught how to do, which is interesting. No, 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 no. I wasn't either. I have a sister. Yeah, me too. (laughs) I have an actual sister. But, you know, also that, I mean, like my sister is like the person I'm closest to in the world. But definitely we've had challenges in our relationship over the years, Um, you know, particularly when we were, kind of in our late teens 20s um because I don't really think that we're we're taught or maybe a lot of us haven't experienced seeing women in relationship with each other in a in a healthy way like it's very often this sense of like competition Mm -hmm. between women um it's set up in that way so we can see other women as a threat to us so I just think it's, yeah, it's a process of relearning that actually we can support each other and, yeah. um, you know, li- lift each other up rather than feeling we need to push other women down. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's so powerful <laughs> what you mm. just said. 
100%. Another question that I had, something that I'm thinking a lot about is actually kind of daily rituals. So do you have any kind of grounding techniques or rituals that help you to be your personal best every day? Hmm. One of the things I do every day, and you're not going to be surprised at this because I'm a writer, but it's journaling. Mm -hmm. So literally, um, kind of similar to Morning Pages, which Julia Cameron, um, for anyone who's read The Artist's Way, she (laughs) recommends uh, doing three pages of just free flow writing every morning. And I, I tend to do that each day just to kind of get stuff out of my head and onto the page, which I find really helps to ground me. Um, So that's one thing I do, but also it's really important for me to feel connected with nature. So I aim to get out at least once a day for a walk outside. Um, And I live in the city. So, you know, sometimes it might not be in the most natural place but just Mm -hmm. to be outside and feel connected to the world and if I can I'll walk up to the local park and just be there that sense of movement um and like I said being outdoors and in nature just helps me to feel more connected and grounded yeah brilliant no it's definitely definitely same things that I do as well but Mm. I think and I live I live in a city as well for a long time I had a feeling that I can only feel truly connected to nature if I live somewhere beautiful outside in the forest. But actually, it's that realization that if you can master it while living in a city, yeah, it will stay with you, that feeling of connectedness. Exactly, exactly. I mean, one day last week, I had a very busy day with lots of court. I mean, a lot of us were spending so long on Zoom at the moment. You know, it can feel <laughs> that screen time can feel really overwhelming. And I just went outside into my back garden and just sat out there just having my lunch. And um, there was a blackbird up on the chimney of my mm-hmm. house just singing. And my husband came out as well. And we were just listening to like the different, it's almost like, like the language of the bird. It was all the different sounds it was making. It's like, I wonder what it's like trying to communicate. It was just amazing. <laughs> and just to tune into that. And it was just for a few minutes. But that just like really helped me to feel this sense of connection and yeah. groundedness and and to see the beauty that is there, like mm-hmm. even in the city. <laughs> um, yeah, it was really, really powerful. No, absolutely. I think it's so it's so important as well for us to feel that we are part of something bigger. We're not just individual entities living on in the world. Actually, exactly. we are. It's a network of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're connected to each other and we're connected to the planet and all of the beings on this planet. Yeah. So, you know, whenever we can just take a moment to remember that, I think it's really important. Absolutely. Yeah. Brilliant. Thank you. So what does Unbound Woman mean to you? Mm, I think it depends on the on the day (laughs) you know sometimes (laughs) it can feel really like fiery um like rah um and other times being an unbound woman can be more about just taking time to be and to rest and like 
have a nap <laughs> when I'm <laughs> feeling, oh no, there's all, so many things I should be doing. Sometimes the most unbound thing I can do is to is to rest, like I said, yeah. and just um, and sleep. <laughs> you know, whatever time of the day that is. So I think really being unbound is about tuning into what you need in each moment and giving yourself permission to do that or not do something as yeah. much as possible it's it's such an individual thing and like I said there's a there's a cyclical element to it so it can change mm-hmm. like according to the different cycles that influence us no absolutely thank you so much for sharing that so what it's what is in the future for you what are you looking forward to what are the future plans at the moment it's all about um the more books that are being released through the unbound press uh i get i think i get even more excited about other women's books coming out (laughs) through the unbound press than i do my own um so you know we've got a lot of really exciting books coming out over Mm -hmm. the next few uh, months and the rest of the year and into next year now so continuing to hold space for those also and I haven't actually spoken about this before so you're the first (laughs) um I'm hoping to put together an oracle deck um around living unbound so and it will either be around different writing prompts or journaling prompts or I don't know, still tuning into the details of it, but that's something that I hope to create this year mm-hmm. as well. Brilliant. So if anyone wants to see what books are coming out, what you have out already, what is the best place to look? Mm-hmm. I mean, for that, it's definitely best to keep in touch via the Unbound Press Instagram account. Okay. It's where we are always sharing about new authors and new books that are coming out. So it's just at the Unbound Press. Um, and also, I'm always talking about them on my Instagram account as mm-hmm. well. So that's at Nicola Humber. Yeah. Uh, whenever a new book's coming out and I get my copy, I'm always sharing about it there. <laughs> Brilliant. I will link, obviously, everything below so I'll be able to see. That's fantastic. Uh, if you had a message, just kind of to finish off, or like to know if you could give a message to yourself 20 years ago or 30 years ago what would that be oh do you know what that almost brings tears to my eyes because (laughs) when I think about myself back then um I was in such a different place and it would be it would be to trust the journey like to trust that wherever I was back then like every step was bringing me to where I was meant to be like where I am now um so just to yeah trust the journey and to be looking out for the signs that were mm-hmm. coming to me yeah that would be it I think well, I think so powerful thank you so so much Nicola you have been fantastic thank you so much for joining me today really enjoyed chatting to you uh- Oh, Jana, thank you so much. I really enjoyed it. Thank you so much for listening. It would mean a world to me if you rate this podcast. If you're using an Apple podcast app, all you need to do is just scroll down a bit and hit those five stars. 
Don't forget to subscribe, that way you will not miss any future episodes. And if you would like to work with me as a life coach, you can find all information on my website and you can get in touch with me through my Instagram or email. All will be linked in the show notes. Thank you.